Welcome to Blueprint of Fate. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Fate. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Welcome to my morning rant. Uh, This morning I'm going to talk about the church. The Bible tells us that in the last days we shall be as in the days of Noah. And the church hasn't really taught us what the days of Noah is all about because they have actually, I would say, that they have gone astray. And um, I wanted to first give you the assignment of the church, Great Commission. It says that he tells his disciples, Jesus came to his disciples, he says, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age." And we see that the church is not doing any of the assignment that God has given to them, because the Bible also tells us, and that these signs will follow those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons, they will speak with new tongues, they will take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly, anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. These are the signs that are supposed to be following those that the Bible tells that are called believers. And I challenge you to see if any of those things are in the church today. Uh, The Bible tells us that this supposed to be, tells us to go in the highways and and the byways um, to bring people. uh, The scripture is in Luke 14, 20, when it talks about the servant and the master, the master's compelling the servants to go and bring people for the banquet. At the In verse 23, he says, the master says uh, to his servants, go out into the road, the country lanes, compel them, go into the highways and byways and bring them in. And today you see the church, uh, they are all dressed up. And I was in church myself where they would, uh, I saw a man walked into the church, uh, actually a homeless man walked into the church and the pastor came down from the pulpit, went into that church, went to that man and kicked him out of the, uh, out of the church. I've seen where people that are hurting and broken gone to the church to talk to the pastor and the pastors are saying to them, I am busy and uh, I don't have the time. I see uh, all of these things 
I've heard about the church and the church that we have today. And so I want to bring some insight about this church that is here today. The Bible tells us that judgment begins in the house of the Lord. And if the judgment starts in his house, then it uh, the the world has to be be afraid of what what's going to happen because it tells you that God is going to judge and so uh, uh, the church today have no power and I'll use a story and I'll tell you and I'll show you that the church has no power because they're not doing what they're supposed to do these men are number one they're not making disciples and I've talked to that about that already all they're interested in is members because what they can do is they try to control those members they try to tell them you can't leave and go to another church you can't visit another church you can't you can't this, you can't do that. If someone leaves the church, you can't speak to them. You're not allowed to do all of this nonsense. That is not what the church is about. We were given an assignment and we are to go and complete the assignment. But I, I'm, as I mentioned to you, I'm going to show you a, I'll, I'll take a, a illustration from the Bible just to illustrate what I'm talking about. But let me swing back to the Bible tells us that as it was in the days of Noah, these men haven't even taught the church what was going on in the days of Noah. The Bible just mentioned, Jesus mentioned just basic stuff that they, they were living their normal life, get, getting married and uh, having babies and working and all that type of stuff. But the book of Jasher, one of the books that they, uh, they, they took away at the Nicene Council, along with the book of Enoch, uh, once they, they stripped that out of um, uh, uh, production and uh, access to the people so the people couldn't read it, because the, the disciples read this, the Jesus read this, um, the apostles and all of these people, in that time, they read this book. So they understood when Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah. The Bible tells us that in the days of Noah, that um, that men turned away from God, that uh, they turned against him because uh, they... they um, they refused to listen to the message because Noah preached to them for actually 120 years. They, they, they refused to listen to him until the day of uh, when the, the, the ark was closed. But if you, read, if you read more of the stuff that was happening in that time, then you can really truly understand what was going on and how it applies to today. And um, if you have a book, go and grab the book of Jasher, and uh, you will read chapter 5. It'll tell you about uh, the stuff that was going on at the time of, uh, um, uh, of Noah. And I'll read some of it to you. It says, And all the sons of men departed from the way of the Lord in those days as they multiply upon the face of the earth with sons and daughters as they taught one another their evil practices and their continued sinning against the Lord. And every man made unto himself a god, and they robbed and plundered every man his neighbor as well as his relatives. And they corrupted the earth, and the earth was filled with violence. And their judges and rulers went to the daughters of men and took their wives and forced them from their husband according to their choice. And the sons of men in those days took from the cattle of the earth, the beasts of the field, and the fowls of the air, and they taught the mixture of animals 
of one species with the with another in order therewith to provoke the Lord. And God saw the whole earth, and it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted his ways on, upon the earth, all men and all animal. Now that's just an insult, uh, a small amount of information that was happening in the days of Noah. Have any of you heard those preachers talking about the days of Noah and uh, explaining that uh, we can see in today's uh, society that we are doing a lot of those things. We're talking about uh, uh, all the, the science and the advance in science, but the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. And I, as I mentioned to you earlier, I wanted to go and give you a story, an illustration of what the church is today. Because I remember a prophet told me about this a long time ago, and I've, I'm finally beginning to understand and get a revelation of what this is. And his, his uh, information that he had taken to me, given to me was in 2 Samuel chapter 18. In the Bible, here is a story of Absalom, the son of David, that Absalom uh, had a rebellion against David, and he got some men that he wants to overthrow his father. And so um, the... Uh, David got his his people, his warrior together, and he was heading out to the field, and they they convinced him not to go. And so he uh, David put Joab in charge of the um, the army, and so they're heading to to go to this battle against Absalom. Absalom now what happened? He was on a donkey, and the donkey. Uh, he got caught up in a tree and he was hanging. Um, so he, actually, David had told them, no one touched that man because he's my son. Be, be kind to him. And so, uh, but however, he was uh, on a donkey traveling and the donkey got spooked. And uh, next thing you know, he's hanging in this tree and he's dying. And they eventually uh, put a couple of spares in him and kill him. But the story that I want to talk to you is to focus on uh, Ahimaz. He is the son of Zadok. And this is a priest. And so he now, Joab said to, to um, he said, uh, we have to uh, let someone come and tell the news to the king. And uh, this, this, the son of the priest, uh Ahimaaz says, let me run to the king and give him the good news that the Lord has avenged his enemies. But Joab said to him, you are not the man to take the good news today, and uh, you may take it another day. But the, the, the son insisted that he wants to go. And so Joab said to him, uh, Joab said, no, he said, let the Cushite go and tell the king. And he had given the assignment or the message to the Cushite. And the Cushite had the responsibility to go and the authority to go and give the message. And, but uh, Amenahaz's son did not. And he said, I'm going to go anyway. And uh, he pressured uh, uh, Joab to take the, uh, to, to let him go. And Joab said to him, okay, go ahead and run. Uh, so he takes off. And so now at the post where David is, uh, there's, uh, uh, he takes off and he, he takes a, a route that gets him to, uh, gets him ahead of the Cushite. And so he's now ahead of the Cushite and he's running. And so he, he's, he sees, uh, he's getting to the post where the, uh, where David is. And, um, David is sitting there waiting to hear for what's going on. And, uh, so, uh, 
he runs, he takes off, he, he gets a, a, a shortcut, and he's heading there. So the watchman says to him, he says, there's a man, there's a first man that is coming running, uh, but he looks, like, um, he looks like the son of Zadok. And David says, oh, let him come in because he has the good news. And so he comes in, and he calls out to the king, all is well. And he bows down and face down before the king. And he continued, blessed is the Lord of your God who has delivered up all the men who raised up their hands against you, my Lord King. And the king asked him, um, what's, what's happening about my son? And he says, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's happening to your son. I don't know what happened to your son. He took off. And then the, the uh, watchman said, I see another uh, man. And the Bible tells us that uh, uh, the king says, oh, this one must have the message. And the Cushite comes in and says, my lord, king, hear the good news. Today the Lord has avenged you of all who rose up against you. The king asks the Cushite, is the young man Absalom all right? And the Cushite replied, may what have become of the young man happened to the enemies of the Lord. And the king told all who raised up against him, uh, you not to harm you. And the king was shaken. He got the news because that man had the message. And the prophet mentioned to me, this was a symbolism between the white church and the Cushite, the black people. That The white church did not have the power. They did not have the authority all they were interested in was running. And they ran before us, and they did all the things that they did. They accomplished, uh, uh, they've gotten all of the, uh, I would call, political power. They have power that they can go and talk to all these presidents and all these type of stuff. But I am not hearing anything about what the disciples, what the assignment was this. He says, go ye into the world, and, and he said, preach the gospel, make disciples. But these men are interested in members because they can control their members. Jesus said, the work of the disciples is to do greater things than what I do. But these men are not interested in that. And so the Cushite, as we see here in the story, that the Cushite is the one that have uh, the message. There's a church coming people. There's a group of people coming with the message and the authority that was given to them to come and bring the message to the king. The king is represented to Jesus Christ. And so we see these men that are in the power today, the church, they're, they're excited about uh, um, political power and all that stuff. But God is not interested in that. He's interested in the assignment that you were given, and they're not doing the assignment. So my advice to you, that if your church is not doing the assignment, if you do not see the things that God says that should be in a church, laying hands and sick, you shall speak in tongues, get out. Get out of that place. It is not doing the assignment. And so find yourself a house that is doing the assignment of God, and he will do and deliver you. Learn about faith. Learn about a place where you have to do faith because these guys are not teaching. The just shall live by faith. You have to learn what it is, how to apply it, what to do with it. And as far as all of this nonsense about the authority and, the, and they're arguing about the politicians and so forth, let me give you some advice. First Timothy 2 uh, one six. It says, I urge you then, first of all, that 
petition, the petition prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peacefully and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God are a savior. So stop all of this nonsense. When uh, our responsibility is to be praying, as the scripture says, petition, prayer, and intercession, and thanksgiving for, be made for all peoples, for the leaders as well, because the Bible tells us that God put them there. So if God puts them there, he put them there to accomplish something that he wants. And so if you and I go and fight against that, then we are fighting against God. Do not let these men cause you to fall and be deceived. The Bible says in the last days a lot of them will happen, will come to deceive you from preaching the kingdom and behaving kingdomly. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming by. Please subscribe, and if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. You can do this by hitting the heart button. Until next time. Invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.